Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Happy New Year, friends. This episode is all about new starts and new emergences and new transformations. And as cliche as it is, the new year is an amazing time to step into new light and um, believe new things. So there's a cave that every parent has been through. Some of you are parents and you're listening. And some parents have really good light and many guides along the way. So they come through the cave less scathed. Others feel like they can breathe again when their kids hit about three or four. That's the point when they start to realize parenting isn't all about survival. You can actually raise children into independent beings, think in full sentences, and start thriving again around that three or four year mark. There continue to be many points along the way that feel cave-like, but none quite like those first years of spit-up, diapers, sleepless nights, and crying. The early years of parenting are hard. For many, it takes every ounce of strength you have to stay upright and keep moving forward. You hardly realize what's happening when you were in the throes of it, but the little people in your arms are blooming into big people who will change you and change the world. My abortion was almost three years ago. And in many ways, I feel like I'm coming out of the cave. My legs were wobbly for a bit, but I kept moving forward and things are starting to feel steady and strong again. The vision of what's to come is getting clearer and clearer. This turn of the new year brings light for us all. You have your people, you have your inner wisdom, and now you have me. Let me be your light. Whether you had your abortion last month or 30 years ago, this can be the year that you thrive. 2020 can be the year that you step out of the cave and decide to thrive. What is it you want to do? Who is it you want to be? How do you want to use all your life experience as fuel for a future you love? Maybe it's been hard for a reason. Maybe it's been easy for a reason. It's possible that if you shift your perspective, you could create something this year that would blow your own mind. I'm one of those people who believes that everything happens for a reason. I know some of you are cringing. I don't just think it. I don't think it because it sounds good and try, and I also try not to spit it in people's faces when they're struggling. But I really do believe deep down in my bones that everything happens for a reason. When I think everything happens for a reason, I feel curious, expansive, and determined. Then I start looking. I'm looking for validation, evidence, breadcrumbs that will lead me to the life lesson or pot of gold that I was destined for. There's absolutely no harm in me thinking that everything happens for a reason. On the other hand, when I think this shouldn't have happened, 
or I wish this didn't happen, I feel victimized, frustrated, and angry. I search for the past, search in the past for things I missed, places I screwed up, people to blame. I'm on a quest to prove that I and or the system are broken and need to be fixed. I'm the first person to tell you that some of our people and systems are in need of massive healing and reform. But believing things have gone wrong doesn't serve me or you at all. I'd much rather believe everything happens for a reason and take growth-minded action from there. As hard as abortion was for me, I'll never wish it didn't happen. It made me who I am, and I refuse to believe that it means something went wrong. It also made you who you are. It's okay if you haven't yet figured out who the new you is. It's okay if you're still feeling more angry than expansive. And it's also okay to believe that 2020 is the year you bloom in honor of your abortion. There's a free webinar replay over on my website, and it walks you through what I call a life shower. You can head to my website or watch that replay anytime, but I'm also going to walk you through it here in this 2020 kickoff episode. I believe that 2020 is the year you can make your abortion mean something. Mean something that feels good to you. I believe it happened for a reason and I want to help you discover and cultivate that. So you're in the right place to keep listening if you've ever thought I never had a chance to process my experience. I often think about my abortion, but I don't regret it. I'm okay, but I still haven't told very many people. Sometimes I feel bad, but I'm not exactly sure why. I'm proud of my decision, and I want to make it mean something. Or if you felt disappointment, fear, loneliness, confusion, hope. Take a deep breath and keep listening. You belong here with us. When you decided to have an abortion, you made a courageous choice. And now it's time to live a courageous life. I'm going to walk you through a before and after process to show you how it's possible. If you're driving, you can listen and come back to this. If you are cooking dinner or doing some other task like I do when you're podcast listening, just soak in what you can. And remember that you can come back here and you can grab your pen and paper and you can walk through this exercise or you can go to the replay and watch and walk through it with the slides. Um, I'm going to keep going as if you have a pen and paper and as if you are ready to dive in and do the work. So I want you to take a moment to think about your life right now. If you had to identify one main nagging thought, what would it be? Would it be, this isn't where I thought I would be? Someday I will. I can't figure out how to. I wish. Your current life is a result of all your past and current thoughts. Thoughts like the one you just wrote down. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. Here's what that looks like with a thought like, this isn't where I thought I would be. So you have your life and you think, this isn't where I thought I would be. And you feel frustrated. 
feeling frustrated, you repeat old patterns and behaviors. You reflect on your own failures. You beat yourself up. You compare yourself to other people. You wish for a way out. And when you do that, you spin in the place you don't want to be. So now what? Now you have your thought. You have a new awareness of what kinds of feelings and actions that is creating for you. What do you do about it? <laughs> I want you to close your eyes, not if you're driving. <laughs> close your eyes and take yourself back to the moment when you knew that abortion was the best choice for you at the time that you were asked to decide. I want you to let go of all the feelings, experiences, and new beliefs you've accumulated since and slip back into the moment when you knew that your life ahead did not include continuing that pregnancy. When you imagined yourself pregnancy-free in that moment, what lay ahead in your life plan? A vibrant career, finding a life partner, travel, settling down somewhere. Now, if your eyes have been closed, open them back up and take a minute to write that vision down. Let's pretend for a moment that you are registering for everything you need in order to build that life you imagined possible. What goes on that list? Time, money, mental health, a boat, a computer, a personal trainer? What is it? What allows you to create that life that you planned for, that you hoped for, that you believed you were making possible when you chose? to have an abortion. Who will you need to become in order to build that life? How will you need to grow, change, let go? What will you need to believe about your abortion in order to step fully into your dreams? Now I want you to take a moment to be in the mind of the future version of you. We're going to call that the turn of the next year, end of 2020 you. The one who is living the life you made your choice for or is well on her way. What is she thinking? What's the leading thought she is having? Is it, life is beautiful. I created this. I'm proud of what I've accomplished. The world is my playground. What is the dream version of you? thinking about life. And let's go back to what we've realized is a formula. So here's what life looks like with a thought, like I'm proud of what I've accomplished. Got your, we've got your life and you're thinking, I'm proud of what I've accomplished. You feel content. Feeling content, you choose gratitude. You spend time with the people you love. You stay present. You look for new opportunity. You meet new people. You try new things. You experience more of life when you feel content. And when you do that, you keep accomplishing more. You make 2021 even better than 2020. So I want you to scan back up to your notes so far and circle the two main thoughts I asked you to identify. The one that was nagging you before we started, 
and the one you just wrote down from your future self. These are your new before and after thoughts. So between the before and the after, and what that looks like in the terms of us making this a New Year's episode, is the entire year of 2020, right? There's the before thought you're having now, and there's the afterthought you want to have at the end of this year. And for the rest of the year, you're going to be in the messy middle. It's going to be a journey. The messy middle is everything that happens between deciding you want to do something like make cookies <laughs> or live a better life and sitting down with your favorite people and actually enjoying those cookies or living that better life. So I use the cookie example because we often have a very messy kitchen when we're baking. And the messy middle is that part in between. It, for you, it's gonna be the entire year of 2020. And it's okay that it's messy and it's okay that it's hard because you know what it's gonna feel like at the end to reap the rewards of what you've created in that messy middle. As a life coach, I hold space for you to be in the messy middle without abandoning your dream because it is so easy to give up along the way. With or without a life coach, the way for you to bloom into your life in honor of your abortion and with a guided strength from your abortion is to navigate the messy middle. You have to be willing to see and do things that you've never seen and done before. You have to face fears you've been avoiding. You have to trust people you've never trusted. And you have to think things that you've never thought. And all along the way, you have to believe that you matter, that your dreams matter, and that your abortion happened so that you could live your best life. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. You can bloom into your dream life, not despite your abortion, but in honor of it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So if you want to do this work together, I always invite you to explore what one-on-one -on -one coaching with, with me would look like. And we can help you give birth to that life that you made your decision for. Um, I want you to, regardless of what your next steps are, never forget, I believe in you. I'm here for you. And I believe that your abortion happened exactly as it was meant to. Navigating the before and after process is your door to freedom. And I know that you can walk through that door and you can shine again. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.